the Oscars, baby. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cooped Up Podcast, the podcast uh, that is nominated for Best uh, Document Documentary. There we go. There's a word in there. Let's... I don't know why I stumbled there. Wow, that was a hard one. My brain, uh, my, my brain is hurting. <laughs> you like me. You really like me. Uh, as always, folks, my name is Koopa, and each week I sit down with a friend, and we talk about all the happenings in pop culture, nerdy, and everything in between. And this week, folks, it is Oscar season. Uh, it, I am so excited to sit down and talk about all these dope-ass movies that I really, really like uh, in some capacity. Some of them I haven't seen yet, but hey, I'll talk about it anyway. Uh, and uh, joining me, uh, we is is a, is a returning guest, uh, one of our more frequent, I guess your fourth time. Yeah, I think it's fourth your fourth time. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we uh, have not spoken to each other since we did our Brooklyn Nine Nine podcast uh, way back. I mean, in well, we've spoken to each other. Okay, I mean, just I mean, not, just not for not recorded. <laughs> we recorded a podcast on Brooklyn Nine Nine, and I haven't we, talked like, go, to you. Didn't we go on vacation since that episode has gone on? Like together? Did we? we went, I I, was that before or after we went to the Poconos? I think that was after I went to the Poconos. All right. Well, whatever. Say my yeah. name. Introduce me. It, it's Sean. Tony, everybody. Yeah, Tony, hey, like, everyone. Hi. Like yeah. What's up, Kyle? How are you? Are, is it, I always ask you this. It's cool if I call you Kyle, right? Like, is that you, still, you, like, not a secret You know thing? me by my government. You can call me my yeah, government. Yeah, but I, I also fine. was introduced to you as Koopa. But you then know, I think it's, it's just that we hung out in a non-video game setting, and that quickly became... <laughs> It's weird to call this guy Koopa. Let's just call him Kyle. <laughs> you know, it's so it's funny. I actually had this conversation with with um with another guest recently, where it's just like if somebody Was it Riz? I no <laughs> no, but shout out to Riz though. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna throw it down right now. Riz, I could beat you in Smash Brothers, even <laughs> though I know you cannot. I know that you can. And, uh, I no, I can't. It's not even worth it. Hey, Riz, I hope you're listening. And I, uh, hey, it's cool that we follow each other on Twitter. He definitely he definitely listens, and he's a fan. Uh, oh, great. So, oh, um, Riz, a- uh, by Smash Brothers, <coughs> I mean I'll kick your ass in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One Plus Two. There you go. Now That's we're, my now Smash. We're, now we're now we're cooking with Ska. Uh, yeah, <laughs> baby. But uh, yeah, oh, so, yeah so, I can tell you about this with a friend of yours. Yeah, so I was talking about this recently with a friend of mine. Where it's just like, if it's someone who like I like kind of know through smash like if we only know each other through smash events then like you they'll call me koopa and like i'm not gonna blink about it but like most of the people who i hang out with like from smash stuff have all like hung out with me in places that aren't smash tournaments yeah so like they can they can call me by my first name and i won't be like upset about it i remember like early on in our friendship you told stories about like how you'd be at like smash events and people would call you kyle that you did not know and you had to be like hey cut that yeah, because uh, yeah, I mean that's like a, that's a weird invasion of privacy, and I can say personally, I had a similar thing in my life that I chose to do is I uh, pulled the veil back on my TikTok and I revealed my actual name and like linked my socials on my TikTok page. Wow. Yeah. So oh. Uh, oh. if you are a TikTok follower of mine and you're listening to this, uh, once again, my name is Sean, not Douglas. <laughs> and uh, if you are a cooped up fan and you don't know anything about my TikTok, uh, I. I have an account on TikTok that has about 106,000 followers, um, <laughs> and I do a show called Would I Eat That, where I watch someone prepare food, and I decide whether or not I would eat the food, and that's it. I, well, if you're asking, why is that popular? I've been asking that for over a year now. <laughs> it's so um, good. It's so good. But you, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's like, it's weird. I don't know. Like, it, it's weird having, like, a pseudonym, and then just, like, choosing to, like, lift the curtain up in certain areas, but yeah, I was curious for you. Have you, um, cause you go to a lot of smash events and you're like, a, you're a figure in the scene. You're pretty well known, especially around like the tri-state area. 
Yeah. Um, how often are you at an event where someone you don't know calls you like Koopa and like like talks to you and you're just like, who the hell is this person? So it, it, it uh, again, if, I don't want to put you on the spot. No, 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 like, no. So like, like, I don't want to disrespect <laughs> anybody. No, so like, like as a as a known figure, like people who like don't know who I am, like they'll call me Koopa, and I'm like, that's fine. Like that's how you know me, which is why like I don't which is like I don't blink an eye when like my friends call me Koopa. Yeah, like, or like because like you because there's like, another Kyle in the room. You have the you're the de facto uh, loser in that situation. Yeah, who gets to keep the name. Which most of the time I am, because there's another Kyle that we're friends with. Common so ass name, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a very common name. So it's like, I don't blink an eye when people who know me through both worlds call me one. Because it's just like, that's how you know, you know, it's a moniker. I go by it. I, I, I you know, I talk about it. So, you know, so it's like, it's a part of me. Um, I only draw the line where it's just like people who I don't know will they'll, they'll try to like, like I said, government name me. I'm just like, no, parasocial relationships are, are weird and I don't want you to know me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's strange. No, I, I, I have to deal with that a lot on like, not a lot. I, I've done a pretty good job of curbing it. Uh, and I'm kind of like moderating my audience a bit, but, uh, I had a lot of people like who would comment on my videos. Like, I love you. And I had to be like, every time, if you check my responses, I never say, I love you too. Or I love you back. I always say, that's very kind of you to say. Because the last thing I want to do is make somebody think that I'm their friend. Like, I'm sorry, but like, if you don't, if you have not like spent time with me or spent time with someone who knows me and then has introduced me to you over like the internet, like I'm not your friend. I I appreciate you. I'm very thankful for you. You helped me create a really cool thing. But at the end of the day, like I got to keep a line, you know, I don't want to create any weird, uh, I mean, there's so many horror stories of creators uh, being like yes. harassed by fans in real life. But hey, I, I'm gonna can I can I offer a segue? Absolutely, go ahead. All right, if I had to pick a Smash name for myself, you know what name I would pick? Uh huh. Bronco Henry. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like the power of the dog. Let's get into <laughs> the Academy Awards. Yeah, so we're we're here to talk about the meat of our of our podcast today. Uh, yeah, baby. The Oscars are coming up, and I'm so excited to do this. So obviously, you know, you and I are friends. We've known each other for yes. a long time. Um, Every so, time uh, I've been on this podcast, we've talked about movies or TV. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We yeah. we we have. It's it's because it's, you're, you're you're a movie guy. You know, you, you know. You we got another one coming out in June that we talked about. That's a little tease. We got a cool uh, episode coming out in June that's TV based. Oh yeah, oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I was thinking about. Well, I'll, I'll talk about it later. But I was thinking a bracket, maybe. Ooh, another tease. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk. talk we'll Oscars. Tease. Yeah. So we're talking the Oscars again. The the Oscars are coming up this uh this coming weekend at the time that mm-hmm. you guys get this. Well, it'll this will be released early. Uh, so, you know, we'll, cool. we'll try. I'll probably release it on Wednesday. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Okay. We'll put, Cause the Oscars we'll, are this Sunday. Yeah. The Oscars are this Sunday. I'm going to, I'm going to post some aspect of this early to where we can talk Excellent. about this. Probably the okay, bonus cool. content. So we'll, we'll figure that out. Got Either it. way, cool. we got the it. 94th Academy Awards are coming up yes. and I, I, I don't want to say I'm an Oscar buff, but I do look forward to this time of year because it gives me, it, it gives me time to catch up on films that I haven't necessarily might not have watched. Yeah out of my way because it, it's something i like to do with my parents because my parents and i love to watch like the, all the best picture films uh because your parents stay awake until the end of movies <laughs> um they've actually gotten better at that actually since my parents have retired they've gotten a lot better at that i envy you <laughs> i don't think i've seen my both of my parents like stay up till the end of a movie 
um oh in like the past i don't even know they always fall asleep but i mean hey they they love it they they get yeah. i recommend movies to them all the time so my dad is my dad is uh, since retired he's been retired for like almost two three years cool um, my dad's about to retire uh he's keeps like he's dealing with like a weird like pto and like sick day thing where it, it keeps getting pushed back but he's close love that um and all yeah. my dad does is watch movies when he's not here so That's like awesome. whenever whenever i've been like home like sick or like i've been on, on. Um, I'm I'm waiting for the day to do that. I got I gotta I gotta find some way to work a second microphone into my rooms where I could have my parents on my podcast. Off pod, I gotta tell you what I do for a dad podcast episode that I've been pocketing for a while, but I'll tell you about it later. Um, okay, yeah, we can we can drop all our yeah yeah here. no no. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah, my, yeah. My, my my parents my parents love movies. Um, my dad much more of a movie buff than my mom. My mom will watch a movie once and she'll be like, mm. okay, that was good, and that's it, and then she'll like move on. But like my dad, I'll watch like movies like me multiple times like my dad yeah. loves uh my dad loves period pieces he loves like war films oh yeah uh my dad's watched a hunt for red october lot, like 30 a lot times. of good period pieces in uh the uh best picture nominees this year yes there are um yeah, so all different so, periods too yeah yes <laughs> yes um but yeah so like a lot of that stuff is uh is something to do with my parents and i just and again yeah. i i'm someone that kind of stays in my lane when it comes to films that i like because it's like i i don't always go out of my way to like watch like the Oscar buzz movies until it's Oscar mm-hmm. season. Cause like I spent a lot of my time going to like, you know, to watch Marvel films or like animated films or like things that really like cater to my interests. I right, won't really yeah. go out of my way to watch one of these other movies unless like someone I really like is in it or unless like one of my friends recommends me to watch something. So uh, I don't, so I've, I've rambled on long enough. Talk about how, no, yeah. how you feel about Oscar season. I, I love it. It's uh it's like simultaneously the most fun and frustrating night of the year for movie fans um, <laughs> for different reasons. I mean, I, I think this year it's got a weird setup. I don't know if you've been following how they're doing production this year, but it's a weird one. I've kept, they, uh, I kept reading some, yeah, go, go off about so it. They, they, got, they actually it. have hosts finally, and they chose three hosts which is a lot. It's uh, Regina King. I believe it's Regina King. Uh, not, or Regina King. Regina King was the comedian, right? Not Regina Hall. Regina King's yes. scary movie. Okay. Yes. Regina King, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. Three very funny women in their own regard. Weird that they're pairing them all together, but I digress. Uh, also, not every award is getting airtime this year. Like some will just be yes. done off air, which is a, I hate that decision. I think it's really rude. I think it's like, I love watching the people win awards for like sound design or specifically like the shorts, the shorts teams that win. It's like incredible to watch them. Yes. It also gives them a chance to get brought on to do bigger things, but whatever, whatever. (laughs) Uh, The weirdest thing I think this year is the people they have presenting awards. Yeah. Because like the years prior, it's always been like, they've done the whole thing of like the winner of best supporting actor present uh, the year prior presents this year's best supporting actress and like vice versa across the board for the actors and actresses and supporting and main roles this year. They're just doing random celebrities like Tony Hawk, Sean White, DJ Khaled, the cast of euphoria. Like, and it's, it's strange. It's like, who are you catering to? Because like the people who want to watch like Tony Hawk, myself included, I love Tony Hawk, but I also love movies. Like the people who want to watch that stuff and like recognize like DJ Khaled fans. They're not going to be like, oh, DJ Khaled's here. Let's see what he's talking about. I want to see him pronounce the names of uh, the, the director of um, of Drive My Car. I want to see him try to pronounce some Japanese names. But like, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird. And like they're also like the, – the strangest thing too is that they're – like for the performances because they always do like every best song. It's its own performance. But they announced this year that we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. Uh, a nomin not nominated. It's not nominated this year. It um, it is like the, it was the number one song in America when they were announcing the nominations. 
not it's not the song that they chose from Encanto, but they're getting a live performance of it at the Oscars. So it's like, why are we performing a song that's not in the contention, but from a movie yeah, that has weird. a song? In cont- it's it's so strange. <laughs> that's so weird. It's really weird. I didn't know. I, don't know. I, I didn't know that we don't talk about Bruno didn't get nominated for best. No, song. no, actually, it didn't. I, I thought it was. Great. I thought it was shocking. So it would be a shoe in. It's the number. It was the number one song in America for weeks. It was a banger. It was de- a great song. It was dethroned by Glass Animals. Anyway, uh, I'm excited <laughs> for the Oscars this year. I'm going to a party uh, out in Man- uh, my friends rented like a part of a bar in Manhattan. I'm going to go. Oh, there. nice. We're going to watch the Oscars. That's um, sick. I've held parties before for the Oscars. It's it's great. It's just a fun time, and it's also cool to see like the people who make the movies that you love or the movies that are like critically acclaimed and you get to see them celebrate that. And that's really cool. Like watch, I think one of my favorite moments in Oscar history and granted, I haven't watched the Oscars every year for a long time, but when um, Bong Joon-ho won for Parasite, like having like seeing how excited he was and hearing that team get to speak about this masterpiece that they made, like that's, that's incredible. So like, I love, I love, I love that aspect of it. And I really hate that they're like messing with the formula this year, but I mean, I'm still going to watch. So whatever. Yeah, me too. I actually have a very funny Oscar story. So I was in this club. I was in this club in college where like, um, I was, uh, it was like sort of this like weird PR club I was in. So it's just like, they would give you the opportunity to like go to these like swanky events at like a, 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 at like a discounted price. But like you still have to like, so I had an opportunity to where like I could have bought a way in to like go to the Oscars. Oh. But yeah, but I would have had to pay for a flight to California, and I'm a 19 year old in college. Oh, you were a college student. That's not happening. I was like, no, that ain't happening. So I, I um, couldn't pay for a bus to another. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I could have paid for a sandwich in the cafeteria at that time. Were you oh, crazy? Brother, you had a meal plan. You didn't have yeah. to pay. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah I'm ex- yeah I'm I'm excited and like what? uh. I, Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, you go ahead. No, I was going to say, I'm just, I'm, I'm just really excited. I love film. It's like one of my favorite yeah, mediums. Man. And like, I just love getting to like, you know, celebrate these moments with my friends. Me and my friends have gotten together before just, you know, to watch all the nominations and stuff and, yeah. you know, to watch the actual award show. I, I think it's, I just, I think it's so much fun. I love being able to celebrate films that I think are cool. So. Yeah. There are a lot of really cool nominations this year. I, uh, I think like, I think there's going to be some upsets on Sunday and, uh, yeah, let's just let's get in. Maybe we should save best picture for last. Yeah, that's how the I'd Oscars say, do it. Yes. So, uh, do you have the nominees like ready for you? Yeah. So I have everything. I have the the Oscar the Academy page open in front of me, and it starts cool. with actors in a leading role. Let's go there. Let's start off with the actors. Yeah, All right. So, for it. so the, your actors in a leading role. And when I was I was do, I was watching like Oscar prediction podcast, like when they were like dropping mm-hmm. the categories. Me along with other podcasts that were doing this. This is the only category where I got everything right. Uh, wow! Yeah, uh, wow. I, so the, your nominees are Javier Bardem for being in being the Ricardos, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in The Power of the Dog, Andrew Garfield for Tick Tick Boom, uh, Will Smith for King Richard, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Now I'm just gonna go out on a limb and just say this right now: uh, Tick Tick Boom should have been nominated for Best Picture. I'm very upset. That, I, I knew you so. were gonna say that. I think um, <laughs> I'll say this: I, I I think that it deserves Best Picture nomination over maybe some other ones. Yes, uh, one in particular that we'll go into later. Yes, uh, but I I will say I went into Tick Tick Boom a bit of a pessimist, and I walked out saying that was very good. I really enjoyed, it. and I think also. The biggest part of that is that that movie does not work without Andrew Garfield. I agree. It com- yeah, it completely. And I think Andrew Garfield has had a hell of a year. Yeah, he had three major releases because he was in uh, Tammy Faye. Yeah, uh, he was 
I think the spoiler has gone away on this now. He was in. He's um, there in the commercials Spider-Man. now. He was yeah. He was in Spider Man No Way Home. He's in Spider Man and he was in Tick Tick Boom. And I think between those three, I mean, his performance in Tick Tick Boom was incredible. And also as a curly haired man, it was nice seeing my crappy hair <laughs> represented on television or on I guess television because I was watching on TV. Yeah, on the silver screen. That was my um, favorite movie of the year of the last year that I watched. Uh, was Tick Tick Boom? Wow, that, I love I, I loved it that it, much. It did not crack my top ten. Uh, but I really enjoyed it. I was, I was thoroughly surprised with it. Now, here's the thing. My personal favorite, uh, two of my favorite leading actor performances this year were snubbed. Uh, really? And the entire movies were snubbed for both of them, uh, I think. One might have gotten a screenplay nomination, but it's Nicolas Cage and Pig, okay. which is like a top three performance of the year for me. And then my number one male performance of the year was Simon Rex in the film Red Rocket, which is also like one of my favorite movies of the past year. But like kind of shocked by that. But um, out of the movies that are there, I think the only ones that I haven't seen are Denzel and Tragedy of Macbeth, but it's ultimately Denzel Washington, one of the greatest actors of our time, yeah. performing one of the most important Shakespearean roles of all time. Yes. And it's directed by a Coen brother. It's on Apple TV Plus. I could watch. Actually, all the all the um all of the best all the actor nominations right now are available for watch on streaming services right now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Power so of the Dogs I, on Netflix and so is Tick Tick mm-hmm. Boom. Uh, I believe uh being the Ricardos is on Prime. It's on Prime, yes. Yeah, which uh, I have not watched that movie. I do not plan on. I it. have not. I have not watched it either. I heard Javier Javier Bardem is very good in it, though. Yeah, so. I mean, I've heard he's great. I mean, he's a great actor. Now he's a great actor. Did you have you seen? Um, have you seen uh, King Richard? I have, and I, I just think... watched it last night or the night before. Um, Will Smith, man, holy Will shit! Will Smith, Will Smith, yeah, he's I, back. I got it. That's exactly what I said when I finished the movie. Listen, I love Will Smith. I think mm-hmm. everybody loves Will Smith. You know, I it's love Will the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Men in Bl- Black is like one of my personal favorite movies of all of time. I love that movie so much. And like, you know, Bad Boys, like all those Incredible. great action films in the early 2000s he did, they were great. Yeah. And then it was just shit for a really for a long time. For a long yeah. time. And I was worried, man. I'm just like, does Will Smith have it in him? Like, he's doing these, Dude, like, no, nah, he brought me to these- tears in King Richard. Uh, there so were like good, multiple man. times where, because like, here's the thing, I read a really wonderful review of King Richard on Letterboxd by Demi Adijuibe. Uh, I, I think I bring him up every time we talk about movies. Um, Big fan. But he's, Big my, fan. He's, he's, my, he's my favorite Letterboxd user and one of my favorite like people on the internet. But uh, he talks about how like growing up, like people our age, like we never really got to see like the, the progress and the struggle that Venus and Serena faced. Like, we just kind of, like, when we started, like, gaining consciousness and, like, remembering things, they were already superstars. Yep. So it's cool to see, like, this guy, like, this loving father, this incredible father, and, like, just giving his everything to them. And it was specifically the scene where they were saying grace at the burger restaurant that I just, I broke. And I was like, this is it for me. Like, I love this. Uh, I loved Will Smith in that. And then, um, obviously, the the big uh, rumor for this, or not the rumor, but, like, the, the... Odds on favorite right now is Benedict Cumberbatch and Power of the Dog. And I thought that performance was radical. Yeah, I so I so I, I have since watched Power of the Dog a second time. Oh, you did? Did and you like I did, it more the second time? I did like it more the second time. Yeah, so the yeah. first time it, I watched Power of the Dog. Yeah. It's a bit of homework, but it's good. It's a bit. The first time I watched it, I did not like it. I thought the movie sucked. Mm-hmm. I've said on the I said on the podcast recently I thought the movie sucked. Because I just I just it just was not yeah. working for me. But I went back at it a second time. And it was really good, and I yeah. think this movie is going to clean up this this weekend. I really, I, I think so. I, I'm really pulling for Will Smith, but I also love Benedict Cumberbatch. Again, yeah, he was I, he was fantastic in this movie, and again, also a big year for him too. So, 
Yeah, I think I think it's a, I think it's three serious contenders being Will Smith, Benedict Cumberbatch, and Tobey Maguire as a wild card. Oh, not Tobey <laughs> Maguire. I'm sorry, uh, Andrew Garfield. Uh, I, let's just let's just say picks. We got to go through a lot of these. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'll, you know what? I'll go with Benedict. I think I think that makes sense to me. I, I, I was really impressed with his performance. My heart wants to go with Andrew Garfield because I just I think he's a phenomenal. Yeah, actor. I would be so happy if he I, won. I, I would. It would just make me so as a, like, have an as, incredible speech like, as an amazing awesome. as an amazing Spider Man defender. Uh, I yeah, wa- you know yeah. that wants I wanted to be him. I'm gonna go also go with Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I think that's the right call. I mean, again, I will be pleasantly surprised if uh, Will Smith or. Um, or Andrew Garfield pick up the win, but I, I think I'm going with Benny. All right. Now, next category on the page is actors in a supporting role, which features. Oh, we're doing okay. We're doing both the actors. Got it. Yeah, there we go. So cool. uh, go we we got Ciara and Hines in Belfast, uh, Troy Kotzer in Coda, uh, Jesse Plemons in Power of the Dog, my man J.K. Simmons uh, in Being the Ricardos. Insane and, uh, that he. I, I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard that it is wild that he got the nomination for that movie. Yeah, I heard he's like in the movie for like fifteen minutes. Yeah, I, like what's that. his last nominee? And uh, Cody Smith, Mc, Cody Smith McPhee in the Power of the Dog. So Power of the Dog he's getting a, two nods here. Power of so. the Dog getting two well deserved nominations. Yes. Um, shout out to my uh, my two snubs. Um, I will go uh, John Bernthal and King Richard. Oh, uh, he was so good. So, so good, good, man. John Bernthal's a great actor. He, he, I, I think he's like, I think he's like, soon he's going to get like a really, really incredible performance, and he's just going to be like taking it to that next level. <laughs> um, and there's a there's a second supporting actor that I wanted to throw out. Um, it's gone. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, out of these, uh, I'll say the the, the odds-on favorite right now is kind of a dark horse pick, but um, people really like Troy Coster and Coda. And I yeah. thought he was undeniably the best part of that movie. He was the great. Only part that I really loved. Yeah. Um. He was really wonderful. I thought he was like entertaining the entire time. Uh, and then obviously the two Power of the Dog nominations. I mean, I love Jesse Plemons in anything, and like that. Uh, I forget is Cody was it Cody? What was his uh, name? Uh, Cody Smith McPhee. Cody Smith McPhee. He was incredible in that. Uh, oh, the other one I was gonna say is um, the boy from the movie Come On, Come On. Another snubbed movie, but the boy from that movie was incredible. But what? Oh uh, yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard and of course, who could forget? Uh, the actor that played Silvio Dante in The Many Saints of Newark. The true oh my God, best yeah. supporting actor of the year. Uh, <laughs> was, uh, uh, that's, that's like his, his, I know his name and the, the character he played in Orange is the New Black is Vincent Muccio, but I don't know what his actual name is. Yeah, um, no, that in, uh, whatever. Top 10 uh, hairpiece of this year. Uh, uh, so <laughs> run the nominees again one time. Just, uh, just uh, uh, so, yeah, C.R. and Hines in Belfast. Belfast I actually still haven't seen yet. Uh, I so. haven't yet. I haven't either. I think I might rent it. It looks really yeah, good. I might, I, might have to, I might have to give it a rent. Yeah. Uh, uh, Troy Kotzer, Jesse Plemons, J.K. Simmons, and Cody Smith McPhee. It would be cool mm-hmm. if it was J.K. Simmons because I just love J.K. Simmons. But like, I yeah, just, I thought Jake. I, I was listening to. Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off again, man. No, I'm you're sorry. fine. You're good. You, you, you're fine. Uh, I'm, I'm just I was listening to, to the Blank Check uh, Award Show episode, and they and one host, David, said that uh, they thought that J.K. Simmons was better in the Tomorrow War than he was in um <laughs> in being the being the Ricardos. But I also I'm a Tomorrow War defender. I like that movie a lot. Uh, That's a fun one. It's a good one. I, I think right now Troy Coster. I would really love to see him win. I was really pulling for. Uh, uh, oh my god, I can't remember the man's the actor's name right now. It's fle- it's fleeing my head, but the supporting actor from uh, Sound of Metal last year. Oh my god, up, yeah, he yeah, up, yeah. He was up against Daniel Kaluuya, and like that wasn't gonna. That was Kaluuya's year. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Paul Racy, that's the actor's name. I thought he was incredible in Sound of Metal, and watching Troy Coster's performance. I mean, not to paint all hard of hearing people with the same brush, but similar vibes there. But like a dad, and uh, he was so so good. And I, I think Troy Coster's my pick. 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Troy Kotzer also. I thought his performance mm. in, in, in Coda was just so good. Coda was, yeah. is, was a fantastic film. Um, it was good. It was good. I, would, I, I wasn't this crazy about it. We'll go into that more later. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um, yeah. Next act, this, next category leading up is actress in a leading role. Um, <sighs> tight competition this real, year. I'll throw it out there. It's some real tight competition. This is hard. Uh, it's Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye, uh, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, Penelope Cruz in Parallel Mothers, uh, Nicole Kidman in Being the Ricardos, and Kristen Stewart in Spencer. Not I, – I could be wrong here. Not a single one of those is up for Best Picture. No, they're not. It is a tight competition. I think Being the Ricardos uh, might actually be uh, – let me actually double check No, I don't that. think it is. I don't think it is. It's um, not. Well, we'll, uh, just listen later in the podcast, Bell. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I got to wow. say – I saw uh, I saw both die I, I saw both Spencer and the Eyes of Tammy Faye in theaters. Um, I was blown away by both those performances. Jessica Chastain as Tammy Faye is incredible, yes. but also uh, Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana. Holy shit! I yeah. remember walking out of that thinking to myself, "Well, there's the Oscar." Like Kristen Stewart <laughs> did it. Yeah, I, wa- I watched Spencer with my with my mom. And uh, Spen- it, 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 which, I thought it was a very whispery movie. And again, <laughs> if Kristen Stewart was not in it, I would have clocked out so fast. Yeah, no, I agree. I I, I think but, I only showed it because Kristen Stewart was in it. So, but the scene where it's her and her two sons like playing soldiers together. Oh, do you remember that scene? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was where I was like, oh, she's got it. Like, oh. I think I think she's got it pretty much locked up. However, I haven't seen The Lost Daughter yet, but I did. Watch, my mom was watching, and I caught some scenes. And Olivia Coleman, man, like. Ever since she won for the favorite, she's like, "Oh, I don't think I'm the right person." And she has consistently <laughs> been getting booked at these big roles and killing it. So yeah, I mean, she's she can walk it, away with it. It's awesome. It's it's a re- this is the I think it's the the I think this is the one I'm most excited about. I am too. Like you said, it's, it's a really tight race. Again, I haven't seen Vanessa yeah. Ricardo, so like I can't speak on Nicole Kidman. I've I've heard that's like the weirdest one this year. Like that and Don't Look Up for the Two, where people are like, <coughs> "How? How did this get as much praise as it did?" Yeah, that that's that's strange. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go with Kristen Stewart because I like I liked Spencer again. That, that movie would have not worked without her. I I just yeah, I just thought yeah. that she was she was the linchpin of that movie, and I liked it a lot. So I'll tell you what, I, I really wish I saw Parallel Mothers. I still want to seek that out because I heard really good things about it. Um, just to be different, I'm gonna go with Chastain. I think Stewart is like the likely pick, but I'm going go with the underdog and Chastain. Uh, just because also I really liked uh, I really liked Tammy Faye. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Plus, it would be cool to see a Michael Showalter movie win an Academy Award. So. That would be – right? That would be yeah. nice Yeah, like for a change. That would be uh, awesome. I love Michael Showalter. <laughs> moving down the line. Actress in a supporting role. Uh, this is this was I got, like this. I got, I got to tell you right now. I think there's only one clear winner in my eyes. Well, uh, uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Let's go through right. it. Your nominees are Jesse Buckley in The Lost Daughter, Ariana DeBose in West Side Story, Dame Judi Dench in Belfast, uh, Kristen Dunst, Kirsten Dunst, excuse me, The Power of the Dog, and Anajane uh, Ellis in King Richard. All right, I got, uh, I'm sorry, there are two very, I think there are two people that I think could seriously win it. I want to give a shout out to Anajane, uh, what was your last name? Uh, Ellis. I should know this. Anajane Ellis, she was really good in that movie. I also thought the two daughters who played Venus and Serena were very good in that they movie. They were so good. They were, they um, were, I, 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 my heart melted every time they were on screen. They were fantastic. They were so good. And the girl who played serena looked so much like serena yeah it's, that was, it was incredible crazy, man. um but we're not talking about them they didn't get nominated uh i mean the two runaways for me are ariana debose and, and kirsten dunst um ariana debose yeah, in west side story was magnetic 
she uh, I, she so was inc- the America sequence alone. Like that, like watching that, I was just blown away entirely. Like just holy cow, she is so charismatic, such a talented dancer, such a talented singer, and like I thought. Her and Mike Faced, who played uh, the supporting role, the uh, Whiff, is it? Biff? Zip? I forget the guy. Uh, yeah, I forget the guy. The guy who has the onomatopoeia name, and yeah. if Mike's listening, he knows what it is. And, I, and he's pissed off I didn't get it right. <laughs> but no, Ariana DeBose is incredible. And also, like, I thought Rita Moreno might have gotten a nomination. But um, that being said, I'm not even going to like delegate this. We can talk about the other candidates, too. But for me, it's it's got to be Kirsten Dunst. She was so good in Power of the Dog of just, like, playing this role that starts off like kind of happy and then like slowly seeing just her demise and just over time, like yeah, how, how deteriorated she became. Like I really loved her performance. And again, I was watching it. I was like, where has she been? Huh? Like, yeah. I, I haven't been following her career too closely. I know she's, uh, with, uh, our man. Oh my God. Why am I forgetting names today? He just was nominated for best supporting actor jesse plemons yes uh they're together and i love seeing them like play together in real life well they aren't playing in real life but they're together in real life and playing together in a movie yeah. that's really cool to see <laughs> that is cool but yeah seeing yeah. her play like uh mother and then um wife sister i mean granted these are all like the same roles at once but like each one was so different from the other performance i thought kirsten dunst like by the time i was done i thought she was the best performance in power of the dog yeah, no, I agree. Her just watching her demise, like like you said throughout that movie, is just like it's so, it's so tragic, and she's so good at the role. And it's kind of weird for me, like again, like having all these different aspects of like my Spider Man life, like kind of yeah, right? These movies, just like, what a wow. year for Spider Man, huh? I'm saying, and also uh, another note to that: a great year for musicals. I love musicals. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, there were so many this year because what yeah. you had West Side Story, Tick Tick Boom, In the Heights, yes. Uh, yep. I guess we were to count animated, like Encanto, yeah. uh, other ones that I don't remember right yeah. now, but a good year for a movie mu- musical. Yeah. I love Ariana DeBose. I thought she was, she so, was so good in that movie. There's she, she was fantastic. And what's that story for me? Like, like just from a nostalgic sake, like I know a lot of people are feeling a certain way about Spielberg getting a nod for like best picture and director for a remake. But it's like the movie is fantastic. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to best. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll, that. We'll get there. We'll get there for sure. But like, yeah, yeah. Like, I, this movie just holds so much nostalgia for me. Like, it's my mom's yeah. favorite movie. Like, I love this movie so much. And like, it just, we'll talk about it when we get to best picture, but it just felt so big. It did. In a way that like a lot of movies haven't felt that way in a long time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I really was surprised at how much I enjoyed West Side. Yeah. Story. And I, and I, I love the area. Go ahead. I think there's one element of that movie that doesn't work, and we'll get to it later. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> I, we're on the same page. And if you're listening, you know what it is. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ariana DeBose. I liked her in The Prom, which is like that Netflix musical that came out oh, last yeah, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked her in that. I thought she was fun. Um, that movie, that, that it's it's a hit or miss, but I liked it. Um, she's yeah. great in Schmigadoon, which is like a parody music. I haven't series. watched Schmigadoon yet. Schmigadoon's I'm, I'm funny as hell, man. I think it's yeah. – I think I, – I, she she crushes it in that show. I think she's Lord great. Lord knows so. Apple TV Plus needs it. Ted Lasso can't carry that thing on its back. <laughs> or can um, yeah, They're trying. Uh, um, no, I think I think for me, it's it's got to be number one, Kirsten Dunst. I think number two, probably Ariana DeBose. And three, I mean, Olivia Coleman again, and kind of like that Andrew Garfield best leading actor position where it's like that could happen and I would be shocked. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ariana DeBose just because I got to stay true to right my thespian nature. Cool. So I'm, I'm here for it. She also got casted in, in the upcoming Craven the Hunter film. So good for her. She's oh, get Marvel movies. They're making but... a Craven the Hunter film. Yeah. That is a choice. Yeah. With Aaron Taylor <laughs> Johnson to play Craven. 
Oh, that's his third superhero that he's played. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> of Kick-Ass. Of, of, kick, of kick-ass. kick-Ass. Yeah, I, I can't forget Kick-Ass. I uh, like Kick-Ass. I love Kick-Ass. I, I saw a movie in theaters. I, I saw Kick-Ass 2, and my rankings go Kick-Ass 1, the comic. Kick-Ass 2, the movie. Kick-Ass 1, the movie. Kick-Ass 2, the comic. But we're not talking about Kick-Ass. That's a, that's Let's a talk about best animated feature yeah so your nominees for best animated feature include good 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 year for really good year i agree very Uh, tough competition includes encanto flea luca the mitchells versus the machines and raya and the last dragon i have not seen flea that's the only Uh, movie can i talk about flea for a second go ahead so go go ahead so flea is an anomaly of a nomination not in the way that it didn't deserve it because i think it does flea is nominated for three different categories Best animated feature, best international feature, and best documentary. Okay, and that's really cool that there is an international animated documentary. Animated documentary in general is a very cool choice of the medium, but it's a fascinating story. Um, it, it's really touching. I don't think it's going to win, but I'm very glad it got the nomination. Um, it's about it's it's on Hulu, and I believe the both the sub and the dub is on Hulu, and I could be wrong. I think Riz Ahmed voices the main character in the dub where he is a performance in an animated documentary, which is huh. a weird like layer to it, but no, it's a, it's a very cool movie. Um, cool. Sounds right. It's a sad movie. It, it, it's, it's about, uh, it is about um, refugees and this one okay. per- particular refugee and like him escaping I believe it was Afghanistan or Iraq. I forget. I apologize for not remembering this. I saw it a few months, weeks ago. Uh, but I was I was thoroughly impressed with uh, Flea. I think it's very cool that it got the nomination. I'm happy that it picked up three nominations. I think an international film getting multiple nominations in general is a, an accomplishment. But having three very specific nominations is super cool. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like a 90-minute movie or maybe it's two hours. Um, but if you are interested in trying like a really um, – ambitious challenge of the medium of both animation and documentary i highly recommend checking out flea okay i'm definitely gonna check it out because i again i just the one i like i just didn't have time in my schedule to watch of it. course um, and i'll throw it out there um zero percent chance of winning i, no, I like the movie no, a lot but win. it's up against multiple disney nominations and one of the best animated films i've seen in a while yeah this is just so let's get into it this is hard I'm, man so what are your thoughts on each of the nominees let's go through it well i loved encanto um, I yeah. thought I thought Encanto was so much fun. Again, it's got I did a podcast on it uh, recently. Oh, uh, interesting. Yeah, I did cool. a podcast where I, we talked about Encanto and, and Disney music in general, and I just I just loved the environments. I loved the the soundtrack. I loved Stephanie Beatrice just just crushes it in, in this role. Uh, Shout out to her Brooklyn Nine Nine episode. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> Nine Nine. Um, but I I just this movie was just. So much fun. Again, we don't talk about Bruno, one of the best songs to have come out of this, you know, this whole thing. It's a banger. It's got Lin Manuel Miranda written all over it. He does yeah. a great job of the soundtrack. Busy guy, huh? How about that? Busy guy this year. Real busy. Directing, yeah. doing all this all this jazz. Uh yeah. not well, not <laughs> all this jazz is a musical. Whoops. Um but, I, but, uh, I'll say with Encanto, I, I liked it, I didn't love it. And I get why people love it. I think as I was watching, this is a personal thing. I felt like at some points I was just watching a stage production, even though it was animated. Okay. No, no, that um, makes the sense. animation was gorgeous, but ultimately it's just like, at the end of the day, it just wasn't for me. Sure. Um, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Um, and I, I get why it's there. It had to be there. 
yeah, Luca, I I loved a lot. I thought it was it was. I fun. liked Luca a lot. I thought it, was it was so really much good. fun. I was just talking about because uh, the other podcast I recorded before this, which are getting after this, confusing. I know in context, mm-hmm. but You'll we talked about turning red. Yeah, yeah, we talked about turning red. Oh um, man, we can't talk about that yet. But that oh man, early favorite for a 2022 Oscar. I huh? agree. Yeah, holy so, crap! I was talking about we how it's, we won't get into it too much. No, we won't. We won't. <laughs> I was talking about how it's just fun watching Pixar just like make these original concepts again, and I just I love the environments in Luca. I love the characters. Big year for Brunos, for sure. Uh, yeah, year. big year for Disney Brunos. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, I will say uh, Br- um, Luca had a top three dad performance in a movie of 2021. <laughs> yes. uh, the dad from Luca was incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'll say my top fan. three dads are Luca, Coda, and King Richard. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good list Not of dads. Not a bad list, huh? Um, uh, Mitchell's, yeah. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Uh, oh, man, that... I. I Truly one of my favorite movies of the year. It was so good. Um, I think I ended up ranking it number 11 when I started breaking down the movies that came out in 2021. Uh, I Because I've been following that movie for a while. Because uh, it was originally called Connected. It was going to be released in theaters under Sony. Netflix bought it out. Let them choose the name they wanted to go for originally. Released it. And I adored that movie. I was such... I cried multiple times watching it. I thought it was so fun. Great performances. Love seeing Danny McBride get a big role. Like, yeah, right. Awesome. Abby <laughs> Jacobson was incredible. Olivia Colman um, also in this movie too. Yeah, so. there she goes again, huh? But uh, they also, <laughs> I'll say, shout out specifically to the team that's doing the um, campaigning for that movie. They've been doing a great job of like viral marketing. Like they, uh, they created a letterbox account for Katie Mitchell. And she oh. writes her reviews in character and has a list of the best movies ever made that are like the top 10 are like listed out as to why they're there in character. Oh. Uh, so like what they've been doing I think Mitchells and the Machines have been doing some really cool stuff and I, I really love that movie yeah I loved I loved it it was it's just Riot? Again, oh, go ahead go ahead I was, I was gonna say Lord and Miller also uh, you know anything they, they were just producers love, so. on this but like having their names attached to anything gives like a seal of approval to me yeah also uh, I think it's like the I don't know the Sony animation lineup but I felt like you could tell the Spider-Verse influence on that yep and like a lot of the cool animation sequences just look great so I was very yeah. into that and uh, uh, the, the last film here, last Ryan the Last Ryan. Dragon. I'll let you talk about Ryan. I haven't seen it yet. I loved it. I just thought it was it yeah? was so good. I loved it, man. It's a great father daughter story. Um, Ooh, I'll watch. You know, it, it's it's you sold me. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 so good. Like I love the uh, the animation. in The film was great. Like the I, I love a good you know period piece. Like we mentioned, Aquafina's funny in this movie. I think Aquafina's uh, you know. I fun, know so. uh, one of my favorite people, Patty Harrison's in that movie. Yes, um, they are. Fantastic. Who is? But if you could put stock on a person, put stock on Patty Harris, and she's going to be a huge star. She's the funniest yeah. person. And a great role and for Kelly Marie time... Tran as well. Uh, oh, she, yeah. Good she, for her. She Happy to see her get more stuff. Crushes After the BS she had to deal with. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I, I want to check out Raya. Um, but for me, I mean, I got to go Mitchell's and Machines on this one. I, I really would. I think it's a tough one. There are three big Disney releases that it's up against. But I would really love to see Mitchell's vs. Machines pull it off. Because I think out of the ones that I've seen, I haven't seen Raya yet. I kept thinking about Mitchell's like for a long time after I saw it. And that's the mark of a good movie, in my opinion. But I can't stop thinking about it. I think it should be Mitchell's vs. Machine. I think it's going to go to Encanto. I think Recency Bias I wouldn't is be gonna, surprised. I think, it, I think Recency Bias is going to push it over the edge. Yeah, but I'm pulling for – That's the thing that Mitchell's has going against it is that it was released in like early to mid-2021. Yeah. So it's got that going against it. But I'm really hoping that like – People just remember the iconography from the movie, like the big Furby. Like, I, I want, I really want to pull for uh, Mitchell's. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to go Mitchell's, but I also 
if I if I see Mitchell's win, I'm gonna have the same reaction I did when Spider Verse won. So yeah, absolutely. There you go, Sony. I'm an employee of yours. So <laughs> hey, <treat you> well. <laughs> all right. <I> uh, <laughs> so I guess we're gonna uh, skip down to the director. You want to go to the best director now? Yeah. Uh, before we do that, though, I want to give a quick shout out to the short films. Yes, I absolutely. haven't seen them all yet, uh, but I this is just for the listeners. Um, I know that generally the only short film that anyone gets to see in a year is whatever is shown before a Pixar movie yes. in a theater. <laughs> I get it. It's a, but it's fun. I think that they're each of the, almost all the short films this year, are about 20 to 30 minutes in length, which sounds like a lot, but it's a TV episode. Sure. Um, and the best part is almost every single short for animation, narrative and documentary are all available to watch online for free, sometimes without even a, uh, a subscription. A lot of them are just oh, uploaded yeah. to Vimeo or YouTube. Uh, there, I can send Kyle a link to put in the description of this episode for people to watch some of these shorts. Uh, there's some really good ones. And also, speaking of Turning Red, the director of that di- first directorial thing was um, Bao, the Pixar short. Yes. Went on to get to be the first female solo director in Pixar history. Made an incredible movie in Turning Red. So yeah, I, just, I, I think um, that's obviously one that's easy to skip. And I get it. Short films are, there's a bit of an entry point of like, this is a weird thing to watch compared to a full movie, but try it out. Like just put on something. It's a 20 to 30 minute watch. Uh, the one I'm going to watch later tonight is, um, uh, it's a documentary. I think it's called like lady basketball or she saved basketball. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, I've really want to watch that. I heard great things. And again, like Netflix has a whole bunch of these already just uploaded to their, uh, channel. And if you have a chance to see these in theaters, I know that every year, uh, Shorts TV puts out uh, screenings of those movies all in one sitting. And if I can sell it anymore, my favorite thing is that in a lot of them, like in animated or in live action, um, during the credits of the short film, you get to see the crew react to getting the nomination. And it's this tiny little crew in a living room together and they all scream. And it's just really, <laughs> really cool to see uh, support short films and check out the best, the best, short films that were nominated this year. You can find them on online very easily. And some of these will take up little to no time in your life. I, I cannot recommend it enough. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll make sure to put it yeah. in the description below, but uh, Go for it. I'll, I'll shoot you a link after this. All right. So are we doing uh, best director now? You want to do that? One? I, I can we, can we, before we do best director, can we go into best international? Cause I just want to talk yeah. about the Yo, best person in the world. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do best. Let's do best international. Cause I got, I got a take. <laughs> okay. Go for it. Let's uh, let me pull, let me pull that. Uh, one so out of the best, best international I've seen three, I have seen drive my car flee and worst person in the world. Where are the other two that are nominated? Uh, are the hand of God and, uh, Lunana, the yak in the classroom. I'm unfamiliar with that one. Um, I am truly devastated that Worst Person in the World did not get a Best Picture nomination. I thought it was incredible. One of my favorite movies of the past year. Um, I really loved it. And I again, similar. I'm going to go on a similar speech as I did about uh, that I did about um, the shorts. If you have a chance to watch these international films, go for it. Absolutely, go for it. I think uh, the translator of Bong Joon Ho put it very well when it's like once you get over the one inch barrier that is subtitles, you are introduced <laughs> to a whole new world of film. And I was able to see um, Worst Person in the World in theaters, and I loved it. It's it's so cool, and you get to see these, like, I don't know, it's cool to see also, like, how other cultures represent themselves, and, like, how how similar we are to other places. Because if you can't travel, like, watching international films is a pretty cool way to do it. Um, And I just really want, I want to give a special shout out. I know it got two nominations, original, I think it was adapted or original screenplay for Worst Person in the World, as well as... Uh, best international feature i mean it's stiff competition against drive my car which i think if an international film gets nominated for best picture it's almost guaranteed to be a lock uh and for reference look at roma look at parasite um but 
go out of your way to watch these movies. Go out of your way. Because I, I really, I think Worst Person in the World is incredibly relatable. And it's the first modern movie to do things like include themes, not themes, but include Facebook and the fact that we live in COVID in a way that is not be, like batting you over the head with Sure. Okay. I think it's very casual and it's very well done. Um, and Renat Rayensvi, I think it's how you pronounce your last name, is just a... Incredible performance, and if I could be a bit of a pig for a second, a stunning woman. She's gorgeous. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll have to check it out. This is one that was on my list. Yeah. Uh, I, once, I, once it's on streaming, I'm going to revisit it. Uh, the soundtrack is also wonderful. It's all just like curated songs, but it's uh, when Worst Person in Your World hits Netflix, HBO Max, Amazon, wherever it ends up, watch it. It's so good. All right. All right, let's do director. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely on board with it. Oh, no. Did I lose you? No, oh, you're good. On. I hear you. There we go. Sorry. I, you, all right. We're back. Okay. Take it again, I guess. <laughs> all right. <Sorry>. All right. <laughs> Editing oh, magic, brother. baby. We're good. Um, all right. So I guess uh, now is the, yeah, now's the time, goodest time with ever. Best director. Time, time to talk about it. Your nominees are Kenneth Brogna, Belfast, uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi, Drive My Car, Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza, uh, The Power, uh, Jane Campion, uh, for the power of the dog, and my man Steve Steven Spielberg, West Side. The Story. only one I haven't seen is Belfast, and I gotta say those other four screw leading actress. This is the toughest one for me. Yeah, it's Holy hard. Crap. This is really hard. Holy man. crap! Oh man, uh, let's just run down the list quick. Um, so we did you see? You didn't. We all didn't see Belfast. We can't speak to Kenneth Brock now. Yeah. Uh, um, I like Kenneth Bryan as a director, but I just haven't seen. <laughs> seen what, uh, else, what else? What else? Kenneth Bryan. That name sounds familiar. I feel like if I'm, unless I'm mixing him up with somebody he else. He definitely did something else, but pull it up right now. Uh, let's see. Is the next here. one Ryusuke Hamaguchi? Yes. Let me talk about Ryusuke. Go Hamaguchi for it. Go for, for it. A second. I have not seen another film of this. I've only seen Drive My Car, but holy crap! <laughs> I just watched it yesterday, and this is one where it's like I know I just went on a whole plea for international uh, films. This is a, this is a three hour Japanese film. I, I recognize that it's a hard thing to get into. But everything in that movie is played very like low key, and I don't know. I, I was like, I think each of the performances were really, really cool. And the whole concept of the movie is the big plot device is that the main character is directing a play that is performed in like five different languages. So okay. Rizuki Hamaguchi had to direct five different languages yeah. in this movie, as well as like directing an actor playing an actor, playing a director, directing all these actors. Like, it's just, I thought every performance was so, so good. And I, I got to give a shout out to Ruski Hamaguchi. And I, I'm going to go back and watch other films of his. Cause I, holy crap. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, this is the one I, I got. HBO Max, list. drive my car. If you have, if you have a Saturday morning and it's rainy, go watch drive my car. Got to get to it. Also, Kenneth Brogdon, real quick, uh, has not only acted in, in star in great films, such as the road to El Dorado and wild, wild west. Uh, famously, the only soundtrack I keep in my car. <laughs> the only CD I have in my car is the Wild Wild West soundtrack. Did not know that. It's a banger. It's so good. Um, he also directed the first Thor film. Uh, he directed Artemis Fowl and the live action Cinderella uh, back in 2015. So, mm. some films that I've seen that, I, that I've enjoyed. Cool. Thor good. 1 is an underrated Marvel movie. All right. But, was the next one PTA? Uh, yes, yeah, PTA. My man. <laughs> Oh baby, we'll talk about Licorice Pizza in the Best Picture category because I got a lot to say. Yeah, that movie was <laughs> that movie was a uh, was a lot. Uh, we'll talk about it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna bite my tongue, but um, yeah, wow. No, I think Paul Thomas Anderson absolutely. I mean, he's one of the best directors of our of our era. Like, I, I think Paul Thomas Anderson gets really incredible performances, but especially in a movie where 
it's the two leads first performance period. And he gets incredible performances out of them. It feels very natural. Nothing felt like, well, I mean, stuff feels awkward, but it's supposed to feel awkward. (laughs) Um, I mean, hell the performance he got out of Bradley Cooper who also should have gotten supporting actor. I agree. He got snubbed. That is hard. It, honestly shocking. He didn't get a supporting actor nomination it, for his performance in that movie. Um, yeah. Um, I was, I, I loved Paul Thomas. I, I loved what he did in Licorice Pizza. I thought he got so many awesome, cool, quiet moments as well as a lot of big, loud moments. And it just felt like <clears throat> the biggest thing is that I left that movie thinking that those characters, it felt like they were friends of mine. Was yeah. Kind of like look back on memories. <laughs> and I, I really, I really, I really enjoyed what he did for licorice pizza. Yeah, no, I agree. Like, again, as, as that movie's problematic, but we'll again, we'll get to it. But direction wise, I thought PTA just, just crushes it. Um, yeah. Jane Campion in power of the dog again. I mean, it's Campion. This is, this is the odds on favorite. Yeah. Um, I mean that movie again, like you just look at what, what she did, what she worked with so many big pieces, all the cattle, uh, and great. I mean, it, Jane Campion. I mean, one of the again, another one of the best directors of our time. It's a real murderer's row this year. Yeah, it's hard. It's real hard. Uh, and then big old Steve, big Steve, man. I'll <laughs> tell you what. When I when I watched um, when I watched West Side Story, I was like, I mean, we'll put it on, whatever. <laughs> um, I as soon as I started watching, I'm like, oh, I remember why Steven Spielberg is Steven Spielberg. Like, I yep. get it now. Again, just like. <laughs> just the size of the movie and like how many moving like there were so I was literally texting Brit as I was watching it. Like there's so many just beautiful <laughs> shots in this movie that are just like, like staged and blocked so well. And as I look up from that text, I see the shot uh, that's like going through the racks yes. and you see a little hole and you see Tony's face. And I was just like, I was just talking about this movie being beautiful and there you go. Yeah. But, um, I heard a fun thing about that movie, which we're not doing cinematography for this. Cause I think I, I don't know. I haven't seen all those movies, but um, the cinematographer in that movie, I don't remember their name. I apologize. Um, he kept adding puddles to the scene and <laughs> the, the stage director, I'd be like, Hey, we can't do that. Uh, people are dancing here and they're going to slip and fall. So they had to like <laughs> pour the water, shoot the scene, remove all the water. And just like a repeated thing. And also that, puddle reflection shot during oh, maria dude it was so good <laughs> i, I couldn't my believe heart. what i was watching it's so spielberg i who, who are you liking for this one koopa it's also real quick the the cinema also, if you have anything to say uh janice kaminsky is the is incredible big incredible job it's hard that's man. my pick for cinematography i don't know any of the nominees i assume she had a nomination i don't know yeah but, uh, I cinematography. It's, but it's hard man i I don't know if the will the Academy give it to Spielberg for a remake though. That's the thing. I I don't know. I, I, I will say the and we're gonna talk about this. We said we we're gonna talk about this. Um, and we're not talking about Bruno. No, we're not talking. about Bruno. We can't. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. Uh, no, I think the one thing working against Steve in this one, Ansel Elgort fucking sucked. Yeah, he was not. He good. is wooden he as was, hell. He was not good. And, well, apparently that's the whole reason that the cast of that movie is not invited to the Oscars is because they would point out that Ansel Elgort isn't there. Oh, oh that's Cause, true. Yeah. Cause it's like, they don't want to like promote that, but also the fact that Steve kind of, I don't know if he like went to bat per se, but like they could have casted almost any other Tom Holland lookalike. <laughs> you could have casted Tom Holland. I'm I, I don't know about that, but whatever. Um, but <laughs> no, I thought cool, Steve was, Steve was great. And there's so, again, just like watching that, there are just so many like gears spinning at the same time that lead into one another blocked perfectly and i was just blown away by that but then again the leading man is objectively the worst part of that movie yeah no he was 
he was just not good, man. It was not. Yeah, it, it was. It was. Wasn't. It was dry. And look, look, you're playing Tony a West Side Story, man. And like, it, yeah. it was just. It was just so. Not Everybody did a better job than him. Good. And Rachel Ziegler crushes it. By the way, she was. She was great. Yeah, I thought she was awesome. Oh, she, again, another another first time performer. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here's the thing. I think Campion's. Win. I think Jake Campion's gonna win this one. But. I gotta go with PTA. I'm sorry. I know he's not gonna win, but I, in my heart, I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't say PTA. And shout out to Ryusuke Hamaguchi. He was incredible, and I would love to see an international film pick up Best Director. That would be fantastic. Um, anything else you want to touch on before we get to the big one? Any Anything uh, else you want to talk about? Hans Zimmer getting a nod for Dune. That's cool. I haven't seen Dune. I can't speak to that. I watched Dune on the plane. I can't give much of a better opinion. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, any snubs here? I think Lin Manuel Miranda got snubbed for for. Oh, I, I absolutely think he did. For Tick Tick Boom. I think he should have got nominated for Tick Tick Boom. I'm not a Lin Manuel guy, but he was. He did such a good job of directing a movie musical for a first for a debut. Like, yeah. Incredible. Um, I forget the director's name for Pig, but I think for an early performance, just in a knocked out, knockout, drag down, knockdown, drag out performance. <laughs> um, I loved his directing. Um, I mean, Sean Baker, I'm always going to go to bat for. He's quickly becoming one of my favorite directors. Uh, Red Rocket's so good. Uh, but, um, I mean, the big, I think the big snub across the board is, um, not just for director, but kind of like across all the awards this year. Not, I don't think French Dispatch got anything. No, I haven't seen, I, I don't think I got anything either. No. It, it deserved art direction. I agree. I think it probably should have won art direction, to be honest with you. I didn't like the movie, but I mean, it's, it's, it's Anderson, right? Like, yeah. And that also like um, Nightmare Alley in general outside of best outside of best picture like didn't did Cooper not get a leading man no he didn't get a nod I thought he did no Bradley Cooper didn't get a nod wow I so it only got a best picture nomination it had to have gotten like some support it's got it's yeah it's got it's got yeah it's got like set like design and like other stuff gotcha like um wow. but not even I, I mean I don't even think I'll win that because I got to see who it's up against in that category um, I mean the, I mean the big stuff again I haven't seen this movie either but people are talking Gaga and Gucci. Like people really thought she was gonna. Get I watched it. I didn't like it. It wasn't a great movie. Eh, yeah. <laughs> um. No, I don't know, man. I mean, the big stuff for me, and it was never gonna get a nomination. But uh, as far as one of my favorite movies of the year, uh, shout out. And I don't know if you've seen this one yet, buddy. Um, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. <laughs> okay, I've seen I've seen previews for the movie. I have not watched it, buddy. Let me tell you, it's my <laughs> second favorite movie of 2021. Okay, it is all right. The best goofy comedy I've seen since Pop Star. Um, <laughs> that's wow. it is it is like so crazy and the set design is gorgeous and um the actor that played the lead and um the guy from mr gray from 50 shades of gray uh, jamie dornan yeah yeah jamie dornan, yeah uh he has a song in that movie that is so fucking funny <laughs> and uh, barb and star is so good it's on hulu go out of your way to watch it it's a it's such a fun movie i remember Britt and i put it on she was kind of like iffy on it Literally the first frame of the movie, she started laughing. Um, and I don't think I stopped smiling the entire time I watched that movie. It was my second favorite movie of 2021. Uh, shout out to Barb and Star. That's amazing. And uh, for all you... Uh, Spider-Man should have gotten nominated for his picture is what I would say if, I was, my, if, if I was a loser. Uh, no, no. Spider-Man... It, I'm not going to get into it because I know... If any, if any audience of a podcast I could appear on would get mad at me for sharing my Spider-Man opinion, I would say it's yours. <laughs> um, but no. It, it wasn't even the best... Andrew Garfield performance. It was the not the best Andrew Garfield performance. Although, if I made like a list of like ten supporting actors, Garfield and Spider Man would have gotten nominated. Sure, I think if I Absolutely. had to list ten, I think he's probably the best part of that movie. It Whatever. was. Uh, it, it. it was. It was a good movie. I, I'm not going to get into it. Movie. I have opinions on it. Um, um, 
did did the matrix get anything for like special effects uh i'm actually gonna check that right now i don't think so i think matrix i i know people have opinions on matrix resurrections but i think the special effects in that movie are incredible uh no the visual so the nominees for visual effects just real quick is uh dune free guy no time to die shang chi and spider-man fucking dumb give it to matrix Give it a shang It's going to be Dune. Give it a shang It's going to be Dune. It's going to be It's going to be Dune. It's going to be Dune. All right. Let's get into best All right. Yeah. It's that time, folks. The, the big one. The the Mas Largo. We're talking about best picture. Your nominees. What does Mas Largo mean? That's a cool phrase. Mas Largo? Big one. Big one. I like that. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> more, Spanish, isn't it? More big one. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Oh, I'm, I'm is thought. it? Yeah, it is. I really just showed my ass on that. What's your nominees? <laughs> your nominees. Belfast. Coda. <laughs> don't look up. Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Ten nominees this ten. year. I love it. Yeah, it's I great. I love it. I think it's great. Um, honestly, I think I think more things should get ten nominations, but whatever. Um, <laughs> let's just run through them quick. Let's go through – we'll go through them name by name. If we have seen it, we'll give our quick opinion on it. Yeah, Belfast. Belfast, again, I have no opinion on it. I have nothing to say. I have not seen, want to see. Heard it's good. Yeah. Uh, Coda. Coda. Doesn't stand a chance. Uh, I got here's my take on Coda. Uh I, I teased it earlier. That is the best made Disney Channel original movie ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I liked Coda yeah. a lot, but like it felt like such an after school special in some spaces. Yep. I watched like, it. Yeah. Like some of the it was bad. some of the stuff was just like, how is this a best picture nominee? Um again, Troy Coster's great, but like it just seems like I don't know, they're the, I I liked Coda. But it really felt like the best made-for-TV movie ever. This, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like, no huge sense. names attached to it. And, like, that's fine. You're allowed to do that. But, like, I remember just, like, like the opening scene with, like, the singing teacher being such a diva. I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm watching the Disney Channel right duh, now. Duh, like, duh, and, duh. No, and no disrespect to Coda. I think Coda's a very good movie for what it is. I just don't – I think it's insane to give it a Best Picture nomination over films like Come On, Come On, um, Pig – red rocket tick tick boom uh, tick tick boom especially tick tick boom like watch coda and watch tick tick boom and tell me which one got a best picture nomination you tell me it's gonna be coda Come yeah on. uh that's that's me talking trash on coda no disrespect to the filmmakers i just think like i would like to think they were also surprised they got a best picture nomination but you know what that's apple putting their money behind them so yeah, good, for apple. good for them don't look up uh, I haven't seen it. Don't plan on seeing it. I think it's Sorkin. I mean, you get what you get with Sorkin. Um, I think it's crazy. I remember watching the trailer for that and thinking, well, I've seen the whole movie. I get what they're trying to say and they're not being subtle. And yeah. That's fine. Yeah. But Jesus. So I've actually seen it twice. Um, I, wow. So that's I, more than most people. So I watched it once out of morbid curiosity because I was like, okay, I was, I, I heard it was, I've heard things about it. My friend's like, it's an experience. You should watch it. And I watched it. I was like, okay. That was very hand and fist, like of he's like, hey, you know, we should listen to the people who are important and not are, you know, don't let political figures drive your opinions on science. Listen to the scientists, and I'm just like, huh, who's this for? Um, the whole thing is like, yeah, it's not going to change anybody's minds, and the audience that you're talking to already knows this. So, like, as a political thing, who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, quick shout out though. I'll read it quickly. My favorite letterbox review of the year is Kevin T. Porter's review of Don't Look Up. Okay. Uh, I, I showed my anti-vax parents this movie and they fell to their knees thanking Jesus Christ and Adam McKay for showing them the error of their ways. They pledged to reduce their carbon emissions by 80% by 2024 and deleted their Facebook accounts on the spot. 
They agreed that our society is too distracted by celebrities and controlled by big tech, so they decided to listen to this star-studded movie on Netflix and join the DSA, stop using Amazon, and are dedicating the rest of their lives to fighting climate change. Thank you, Adam. You are smart and righteous and a very good man. Two stars with the tag $75 million budget Imagine video. <laughs> what? That's like such a fucking good spin spin <laughs> yeah listen it, it was good. look it was it was very heavy-handed over the head i needed a good laugh and it's it's fine yeah, sure if you want a good laugh watch marvin star yeah there you go uh drive my car still haven't seen it really want to uh, see it. it really 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 good um again it's a long one take breaks but it's a a beautiful movie i mean it's like it's based off a short story and a collection of short stories i believe um and yeah, I just I love seeing international films get nominated for Best Picture. I always get excited when I see it, and I'm really pulling for it. I mean, I really loved it, and it, I want to watch more Japanese films. I've only seen a handful of live action Japanese films, but like, yeah, man, uh, Drive My Car is really that damn good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely gonna put it on my list. Um, HBO Max. There you go. Uh, Dune. I watched it on an airplane, <laughs> which is not the way you're supposed uh, to watch We talked about this. We talked about Have you talked about this on the podcast? Have no, I have not. <laughs> like the special effects movie on the year that like people are saying, go see it in theaters. Get the surround sound. Go to IMAX. And you were like, no, the back of someone's headrest is good for me. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> I, I don't roast you too much on this podcast, Koopa, but come on. <laughs> yeah, I fucked up. This is my – listen – it was fine. I, mean, I want to check out Dune. I, I think it's rare when science fiction fans are universally, or not universally, but close to universally happy. On no, I agree. Thing. Yeah. And Dune seemed to get almost universal praise. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. I don't like Timothy Chalamet. That's no secret. <laughs> yes. I think he's a no good rat bastard. And he should stay away from all the girls. <laughs> uh, that's a personal beef, though. I, I don't, he's never done anything to me. I don't know anything about him. I just don't like the guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's Dune. Like, it, it's cool that it got nominated. I think it's crazy that Dennis Villeneuve, or Villeneuve, I forgot how to pronounce his name, um, did not get a best director. Like, it's weird that, like, not, that, like out of the big awards, like, Dune only got Best Picture. That's crazy to me. Yeah, that's that's, that's again. A, that's I a haven't seen it, so who the hell knows? Yeah, Timothy Chalamet was great. Zendaya was great. Oscar Isaac is a good it. movie. <laughs> it was a good movie. Um, yeah, I, I will watch it eventually. Um, move it. It's on. funny on my uh, top ten of twenty twenty one on Letterboxd, The caption says, "Like uh, this is my ever changing list of my favorite film, my top ten favorite films for twenty twenty one. Will I ever watch Dune? Who knows? <laughs> um, and when well, I eventually play. watch Dune, I will say yes, I did." Um, is that on HBO Max again? I think it might. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's sticking around HBO Max for a while. Good to know. Um, King Richard. A uh, really good movie. Not a chance. No. Um, no. Not a chance. I, I love. Here's the thing. I love sports movies. I love good father stuff. I love adults treating children like adults and with respect and kindly. Uh, I loved King Richard. Um, I don't think it's got it, but I mean, hey, a really, really good movie all around. Yeah, listen, Will Smith is is back with this performance. Um, it's good to see Will Smith in a good movie again. That's all I really get out of this. Yeah, is that yeah. it's just it just made me happy to see Will Smith finally get off the Schneid and like <laughs> make a good movie again. Uh, but I agree, does not stand a chance. Um, Licorice Pizza, and that's you know my it's, it's, favorite movie of twenty twenty one with a bullet. Wow, I okay adored Licorice Pizza. I gave it five stars, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. I think the one scene that definitely could could slash should have been cut is the John Michael Higgins scene. Yes. And granted, like I reckon and I don't even think it's a matter of like the choice to write the scene and direct the scene and put it in the film. I think it's because audiences are not smart enough not smart enough, but like audiences are too volatile 
to handle something like that. Cause I think it's very clear that he is mocking John Michael Hickens character. Yes. And it's based off someone from his past. However, a lot of people are going to watch that and laugh because, Oh, an Asian voice. That's silly. And that's not what it should be. And yeah. I love John Michael Hickens. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's very funny, but that sucks. And I think the whole, like, gr- uh, here's the thing with the whole, like age gap. It's there. I agree. It's a bit icky. Um, the most they ever do is kiss. And I'm not going to be, I'm not co-signing that behavior in real life. I think for a film, it is fine. Yeah. I think I'm sick of the discourse of it. I, if you, if you want to yell at me, you can yell at me. I don't care. Uh, liquors, no movie left it the impact on me that liquors pizza did. I was just listening to people talk about it recently. And they talked about the scene where they flood Bradley Cooper's house. (laughs) And I got, I started smiling. So I'm like, Oh yeah, they did that. I thought Alana Haim was incredible. I thought uh, Cooper Hoffman awesome so good bradley Co- the movie has nothing like every performance <coughs> in that movie is like a fucking top tier performance yeah like it's just everything like bradley cooper sean penn tom waits um the Hyam family is great i mean uh skylar uh, gizondo or gizondo um he's incredible in it like every single performance in that movie oh i gotta oh i want to give out a special shout out uh to I got to remember the actress's name and I should know it. It's Harriet something. Uh, uh, it's, um, the Harriet, Harriet Sanson B. Harris. The actress that played B.V. Glazer on Frasier. Um, <laughs> Harriet Sanson Harris. She is so unbelievable in that movie. She's only in the one scene where she's the talent agent and the, they just have close-up shots on her face and you can read every little move that she <laughs> makes and you can't get a full read on what she's trying to do. <laughs> I was cackling. It was um, so I saw good. a movie on film. Like I saw a 35 millimeter showing of it. Oh, wow, um, that's sick. I fucking love licorice pizza. And I, 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 it's absolutely my favorite movie of 2021. I don't think it's winning, but I just want to, I want to use my platform for a minute to shout out licorice <laughs> pizza. Uh, I love that movie. Yeah. No, I, echo I get why people don't, I get why people don't, I understand the problematic elements of it. Um, I stand by what I said. Yeah. I echo a lot of the same sentiments you said. It was, it was, it was such a fun watch. Like, again, despite the controversy, it was, you know, I still enjoyed this movie a lot when I watched it. So I mean, it was, it was absolutely the most fun I had of the movies in 2021. It was like a for me. Uh, right, what's next? Nightmare Alley. Haven't seen it. You've seen it. Talk about it. It was, uh, listen, I love a good period piece. Like we mentioned, it's just, it's not a con man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Bradley Cooper's a Bradley Cooper plays a con man. Love a con man. Yeah. Con <laughs> I gotta, I gotta pull the cast up in front of me. Cause it's, it's, it's a star. Uh, it's, it's, it's got some, some names in it that you might recognize. I mean, yeah, we got what Bradley Cooper, uh, yeah, Willem Dafoe, yeah, yeah. Kate Blanchett crushes it in this movie. She's great. Yeah, um, yeah, she, yeah, she's she's so funny. Uh, I love just I, I again, I love a good period piece. I love watching Bradley Cooper just like kind of puts his way through this movie as as a you know yeah. as a con man. Watching Willem Dafoe just like again just play a a psycho like a weirdo character is always a lot of fun yeah this movie is the best ending out of any movie i've ever seen it is really it's is, it, 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 out of the all that's incredible it's, gonna, it's a great no, ending it's a great ending have you seen the original i've not seen the original no i heard the original is good but this one fixes a lot of the problems with the original yes. but i've also heard so i've heard some that things that the original did better but I, I i will watch it because uh Bradley Cooper is one of the last great movie stars so i gotta give a shout out to uh Bradley Cooper a philly boy yeah my man, a proud rocket raccoon, uh, in this in the flesh. Um, but no, this movie is a lot of fun. It has a, the ending is so cathartic. It is so good. Yeah, uh, it's, I'm very excited to watch. It's it. phenomenal. I'm re- I'm gonna watch I it think, again. I'm so. Excited. I think Brit and I will probably watch it before the actual Oscars um, because she wants to see it as well. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was it. it was good. Nice. Big fan. Not gonna win, but a big fan. No, um, good, good movie. Power of the dog. 
I mean, odds on favorite. Uh, what can we say that hasn't been said in this? It's a great academy. Already? It's it's an academy movie for sure. It, it's very much an Oscar movie. And again, if you're thinking about watching it, if you're this deep in the podcast, you're thinking about watching it. Uh, the way I describe it is the first half of the movie is kind of like eating your vegetables. You got to lay down a base, get to know the characters better. Once uh, Peter shows up at the ranch, the movie kicks off in a high gear, in my opinion. Yeah. And granted, high gear for that movie is not like a fucking action movie by any means but it's I, I really liked what i saw i really enjoyed power of the dog yeah listen watching better than cumberbatch in a much more serious not magical slash detective role fun fun to see him play an asshole that doesn't have magic powers <laughs> it's great i love it um i think this movie's gonna after watching it a second time i definitely came around more to it um it's just like you said it's, it's definitely a slow burn but once you get there yeah. It's, it, it's good. It's it pays so off. Good. It pays off. It yeah. pays off. Real also, well. I will say one of my favorite endings of a movie of a year. And yeah, um, we'll talk once we're done recording. So I have something I want to share with you. I think you'll really enjoy. Absolutely. Um, cool. Last but not least, West Side Story. Oh man, what a cool movie, huh? Like, I mean, we talked about a lot of the stuff we loved about it. Um, I mean, yeah, as far as like, if you're going to remake that movie, you got to do it big. Mm-hmm. And Steven Spielberg definitely made it fucking huge. Yeah, no, agreed. It's not going to win. Um, I don't think so. But no. man, it is. It was so good, man. Again, I this movie is very close to my heart. Remakes are very scary for me because I'm always afraid it's not going to work out. And in regards, to, like I said, it was a big year for musicals. But like, you know, In the Heights was didn't hit me the same way that like nothing. No, it did nothing for me. Like it was good, but like I, I haven't seen. I was referring to no nominations at all. Yeah, that yeah that too. But like it was, it was. I don't know something about it. Just like didn't hit me the same way. I don't. Maybe it's just a nostalgia factor because like I grew up watching West Side Story with my mom. But like this it, this movie was it was so good, man. It it it, it looks beautiful. Probably, there, probably not going to win though. When I was watching it, I didn't realize how many songs come from that movie. Yeah. Like it's just it's nonstop the uh the mambo scene, like that big dance scene oh, like, yeah. in the gym. The beautiful <laughs> camera work. It's so um, good. Yeah, it's just like as I was watching, I was just like I was saying to myself, like, this is why movies exist. <laughs> like, as a medium, like only certain mo- I think only certain films really like the only way this story can be told is and I don't think that's necessarily true for West Side Story because it's literally been a it's, it was a stage musical first. Sure. But like certain things that are done that can only be done in film. And like watching the way that camera moves around, like throughout the people, watching the people dance on screen, the bright colors, the reflections of the water, and all the beautiful like lights. It's just I don't know, as, as I watch it, like it just reminded me, like man, I fucking love filmmaking, and it looks nothing like no. other movies that come out no. recently. It looks, it stands out so much yeah. from every other movie that comes out. Very distinct. Like, it, I was, I was super impressed with West Side Story. I, so out of all these, let's go for it. I think it's going to go to Power of the Dog. I, here's the thing. I think it's going to be Power of the Dog, uh, but my pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull for it. As much as I want to see Licorice Pizza, I'm gonna go Wild Card Man. Drive my car. I'd okay. Love to see drive my car. Pull away with it. But also, Coke slash Licorice Pizza. Yeah, I would a- be stupid happy if Licorice Pizza won. It'd be so cool to see Alana Hyam go up on stage and like accept the award. And also Cooper Hoffman. Beautiful career ahead of him. Yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah. Um, Shout out to LP. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think that's 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 kind of the end of where where we're at here. We 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 covered all of, go, all all of our bases here. Uh, Sean, we did it. We we gave our we our it. professional Oscar takes on all this stuff um, of the big ones, the big ones, all all the big the ones, big ones. Um, I'm, I'm 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 excited, man. I'm excited to see how this unfolds and see how much of this we. It's gonna be very fun. It's I'm gonna very be fun. excited for it. Uh, yeah, man. The Oscars are always a fun time. Uh, and I hope that. 
Um, I hope that we see some cool upsets. It's always fun to see an upset in the Oscars. Yeah, listen, we're it's in March Madness season. I'm ready for some for some March upsets. There we go. I landed up eventually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's gonna end. We, we've reached the end of this year again. If you guys have made it all the way through this podcast, thank you again for joining us, uh, Sean. Thank you again for gracing me with your presence again on my show. Again, always a pleasure, my friend. Yeah. Always, a pleasure. always a pleasure to sit down and talk to you. So let the people know at home where they can find you. Oh, hell, I mentioned at the top of the podcast, you can follow me on TikTok at Doug Fart Dogless. I will not explain the username. Or if you just search <laughs> would I eat that TikTok on Google or just would I eat that on TikTok, you'll find me. Uh, on Twitter, all my socials have different handles now. Uh, my Twitter is at Captain Tony. Um, and you can follow me on Letterboxd at Frogmans or Frogman S. Everyone stylize that. I log all my movies there. Um, and yeah, get around to listening to the catalog of Ooh La La, Don't Mind If I Do, the podcast I do with Cameron and Jared. Uh, yeah, I think that covers all my bases. Um, and watch uh, Worst Person in the World when you get a chance to. There you go. That's all we need to say. And again, you guys can uh, check me out at uh, Koopa NJ across all platforms. Uh, it has been officially announced as of yesterday, but I... Uh, I'm going to California in a few weeks. I will be an official commentator at uh, Genesis 8 because uh, I do Smash Ooh, stuff. So that's happening. Uh, big one. Yeah. That's, Is that in uh, LA or San Fran? Uh, San Jose. So it's uh, in North oh, so. Do you know the way? <laughs> no, I'm lost. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, no, I'm excited. Uh, I, haven't gotten to, I haven't been to Cali since the pandemic. So I'm excited to, to go back and hang out a bit. And uh, yeah, I haven't commentated at Genesis in five years. It'll be fun. So I do. Hey. You're gonna do great. Thanks, man. <laughs> Tell them to hire me. I, I, agree. I have no, I have no resume in regards to Smash. <laughs> hire Sean. <laughs> I demand it, or I walk. Um. Yeah. A- anyway, I can at least present at the Smashies. Yeah, that now we're talking. Uh, <laughs> but um, just say, just say I'm hungry or box. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm at Coop NJ across platforms. You can check me out. You know wherever. Um, follow the show at Cooped Up Pod. Uh, again, we are officially a part of the Believe Podcast Network. You guys can check us out on a... I forgot the biggest snub of them all, Kyle. What was that? Mike's hot take did not get nominated oh, for documentary no. short. Wow. Uh, Mike's hot take is a documentary that I made starring myself and Kyle among a lot of our friends. I'm in my uh, shower. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle is shirtless in it if you want to give it a watch. You're not um, sort of thing. Uh, I could, you can post a link in the description if you want. It's honored. Send it to me, please. I, I will take. totally post right, it in cool. the description. Deal. Watch, watch Mike's hot take. It's so good. Um, but yeah, so you guys can follow me across platforms. Follow the show uh, at Cooped Up Pod on Twitter. And we're on wherever you get your podcasts. And again, we're part of the Believe Podcast Network. It's the number one podcasting site for professionals featuring over 400 shows uh, in sports, uh, you know, current events, and pop culture, including my own show. So check us out there. And uh, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave a review wherever you can. And uh, yeah, you guys are going to be getting some bonus content from this on uh, Patreon. So, uh, you know, we'll look forward to that. Blue shell only. Baby, <laughs> fork over the dollar. <laughs> Give me a hundred dollars. Um, there'll be an accompanying uh, Patreon uh, video coming out by the time this you know, episode fifty comes out, so it'll explain all the tears and stuff. So, uh, yeah, look forward to that as we uh, we move on into the Lord's Year twenty twenty two. So, until then, folks, uh, have yourselves a wonderful evening. Uh, take care. Pop some popcorn, watch some movies, and enjoy Hollywood's most magical night. Could have said it better myself. All right.